Did you see that, Zach? Clear as a crisp spring morning. MBFG in the coffee. This is My Best Friend's Game, Episode 2, November 2017, where we're covering Deadly Premonition and Time Recoil. I'm your host for the week, Max Sims. I'm Evan Ledesma. And I'm Tim Zamanigan. All right. So, um, I think we like to start it off by kind of saying, what have we been playing, you know, since the last podcast recording? So, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let, uh, I guess, Evan, you want to, what have you been playing? What do you think of it? Yeah, I actually finished uh, The Witcher 3. Had a fantastic uh, yeah, yeah. ending. And I know there's some DLC coming up, so I'll report back to you once I get into that. But I'm taking a break from The Witcher for a long time because Jesus, wait, wait, Jesus wait, Christ. is there more DLC still at, coming out? I thought no, they had no, like, they're, the complete they're done. edition. There's oh, okay, two, okay, you just haven't done it. Yet. Uh, story expansions. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think they have anything to do with the main story because you can just branch off and do them. Like one of them, I think, is like an Alice in Wonderland like kind of story, huh. which sounds That's interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's that. And I'm wasting my time playing Gundam Versus, which is a fantastic <laughs> fighting a game. Oh, it's so good. It's just a are it's you, just a dream come true. Are you like ranked? <laughs> Does it have rankings? There is ranking, but I, I'm still getting good. So okay, okay. soon I'll jump into the ranking and get He's really pissed off. He's only the top player on the West Coast, <laughs> not in all of North America yet. Yes. So. People people haven't left the game yet, so when they leave the game, that's when I strike. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, I guess uh, Moira, Moira came out today for Overwatch. So yeah. right, we be, should probably get on that. Yeah, what are fun. we doing with our lives here? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> this creative endeavor, <laughs> we we suffer for our art. Um, what am I playing? I well, know. since I put off a lot of stuff for <laughs> until the last week or so, I'm playing a lot of Deadly Premonition. Wow. Um, Wow, yeah, I basically marathoned that game over the course of the last week and a half or so. Some days, like, more than others. And let me tell you, we'll get around when we start talking about it. But that's not a game you want to marathon. (laughs) It (laughs) does not sit well in a few hours. Uh, I don't know. Um, But but previously, nothing really in the last month or so? Um, What was I playing before this? Hang on. I mean, you were moving. Yeah, that's the thing. I was moving and doing applications for stuff, so... Uh, yeah, I haven't really been... I've dabbled in Overwatch again, as always. Um, what I really want to do is get back into Breath of the Wild, because shamefully, mm-hmm. I'm still not and, done And uh, there's so. more DLC coming out soon, if Very I'm not soon, mistaken. yeah, within like a month or two? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to come mm-hmm. out by the end of the year. And it's is more it than just the, uh, masks. It's like actual yeah. like story expansion. Is it the one with like the, the Guardians? Yeah, the Isn't Champions. Right. Whatever the they Champions, call that's mm-hmm. right. Oh, the Guardians are the bad robots, aren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad yeah, okay, robot. That's, <laughs> uh, yeah, the champions. That sounds cool. I mean, those those are cool characters. It's a really good game, and I'd like to it's get back really into good it. Game. So. Sure is. Um, well, okay. I've been playing about six different games in the last month because <laughs> I keep oh on coming, God. so I'll keep this short. Um, uh-huh. I've been playing Earth Defense Force Two on the Vita, which I think is the best Earth Defense Force Sexy. I've played because I really like that it's portable, and I feel mm-hmm. like the game lends itself well to short play sessions. Uh, I played Crisis Force, which was a Konami mm. uh, scrolling shooter on the Famicom. It was pretty late in the system's life, and is mm. like really good, like oh. surprisingly really good. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's a shoot 'em up, so you know, 
what do you want? Okay. But, yeah, but, yeah. Before I shoot him, really good. Uh, especially for, you know, 1991 on an 8 bit system. Mm. Um, I played a little bit of Brawlhalla, which is the new, like, I've heard of that. Hey, Super oh. Smash Brothers Melee is like. 20 years old so uh-huh. like let's make a new game that can replace <laughs> it on modern tvs and yeah. no like it was fun i liked it it's like i've always wanted to feel like i'm good at super smash brothers and this game <laughs> lets me do that i mean you don't have to get arthritis while playing this game yeah okay so, so i it, naturally was oh, sorry no it's free to play too so it's like you know i just tried it out for an hour just or something i want i yeah. want to play it with you guys or you know other people right yeah. yeah i would be i would be interested in in trying it um as listeners may or may not be aware i'm very into super smash brothers so i would mm-hmm. i have a lot of questions i i hate the way it looks it which does is not of course look great it looks kind of shallow generic yeah. yeah but um, it plays yeah. well Hmm. Um, have you played Rivals of Ether yet or anything like that? I have like not. That? I believe that's only on Steam, which I uh, don't have. Yeah, yeah. That's commonly kind of accepted as like the, the better not Nintendo like okay. good Pl- platform, platform fighter out there right now. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I've got three more. So, uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I played a little bit of, uh, this iOS game called Million Onion Hotel, which was from, uh, Yoshiro <laughs> Kimura. Me. Who Tell made uh, Chulip and uh, Rule of Rose on the PS2, as well as some oh, okay. Japan-only like weird indie mm-hmm. RPGs, uh, mm-hmm. and I did not like it at all. It's like a puzzle <laughs> game, but also you're just like mashing the screen with all your fingers, and like <laughs> I, he had a previous like RPG game that came out earlier this year that was a lot better on iOS. Um, that's kind of fun. <laughs> Sounds unique. Yeah. The other Trying one was better. The other one was called Dandy Dungeon. Uh, yeah. that, that one was a lot more fun, I thought. Is that also uh, Japanese? Y- yeah, I mean, it's in English, but uh, yeah, translated. Uh, I've uh, been playing uh, very frequently HQ, which is a live trivia game show that you play for real money. Uh, it like, costs Wait, nothing what? to get in. Uh, Free money? Yeah. Hold is on. This like, Let's back is it this up like here. Poker Stars, but for trivia? No, so it's just, it's just you get 12 multiple choice questions of with three answers each. If you answer all of them, you split the prize with whoever else answered all of them, you know, correctly. Oh. Um, I've never won. It's very hard. Tonight I got to question 10, which was by far the farthest I've gotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's, like, it's cool. I don't know. It's, like, I a mean, cool are idea. You, wow. Are you not allowed to, I mean, can they monitor you looking stuff up? You only... Like, can, you, can you cheat? <laughs> when the host starts reading the question, you have 10 seconds to answer. So I think they just hmm. figure you don't have enough time to cheat. The uh, questions are somewhat... Mm-hmm. you know somewhat obscure enough for the most part that it would be really hard to google that fast right i, I mean <laughs> if you got to question 10 there's like no way in hell i could get to like three or four so you never know <laughs> but then it's it's multiple this. choice everyone you have a one out of three chance though then okay. i calculated it out and like the probability of just guessing and getting all of them right is like one in five hundred thousand. so Jesus oh, they did the math uh, um well okay so did. how many people are playing this game uh, like i mean like what when i started it was around 20 to thirty thousand per game uh mm-hmm. now it's gotten closer to like eighty thousand um it's oh. only it's only been out for maybe three weeks or so okay um, mm-hmm. but yeah there's Does like the... a, a live filmed host who is you know reading, oh, reading the questions and like making really bad jokes on the fly of course. It's, it's kind of yeah. fun he's got it <laughs> <laughs> that the idea wise that sounds really interesting yeah so. i mean try it out if i can refer you i get extra lives uh it's, <laughs> it's only on ios right now i don't know if they're you know planning on porting it to android mm-hmm. that's fine i mean i think we uh, all have iphones anyway yeah. so yeah exactly. so but um, the best game i've been playing this month Mm-hmm. As you might be able to oh, tell gosh. by the hat yes, I'm wearing, yes. is Super Mario Odyssey, which is it is the AM/PM of video games. It is just too much good stuff. 
You were waiting for oh, that one. Also, for the listening audience, Max is currently wearing a Mario Odyssey hat. I believe Cappy, Cappy. is the hat's name. name. Yeah. Um, Cappy sucks, yeah. but the game rules. <laughs> Leave Cappy alone. Okay, well. he, he's right there. He can hear you. He's on your ears. He knows wow. your thoughts. He's on your head. All right. So uh, moving on from what games we've been playing, I thought to kind of give potential listeners an idea into kind of who we are in terms of our game styles. Mm-hmm. Oh. I wanted to ask what is in your own words, like your kind of game, what kind of game does <sighs> it for you? Typically, if you can uh-huh. say like, Oh, I like games that blank, blank, blank. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. I can start if you'd like. Yeah, go, uh, for, go for it. <laughs> sure. So, um, <laughs> I need to prepare mentally for this. Yeah, sure, I, sure. I, I, uh, so I like games Pri- primarily that just if they have hot action like i'm in like if if the creators when making the game were thinking okay how can we make this game super satisfying just have that good game feel uh-huh. etc you know god right. i think you know some god of my hand. favorites god Number hand one. castlevania even so well like we were talking about uh, mario obviously so mm-hmm. the, like one of the first games to have really good game feel uh, sure even brawlhalla i thought had pretty good game feel uh, mm-hmm. Despite its horrible graphics, uh, sure. beyond that, I like games that have like weird or interesting worlds that kind mm-hmm. of feel like they could be semi plausible. Um, mm-hmm. like my second favorite game is Eco. And I mm-hmm. think that's you know that game has not a lot in the way of good feeling action, right. uh, but it has a weird, interesting world that you want to know more about. Right, yeah. that game is super clunky to control, but yeah. I mean, everything else kind of oh, yeah. makes it's a, for it's it. a floppy. It's a floppy it's game. It's a flop fest. Uh, floppy. Sure. Don't call it that. <laughs> flop fest. You heard it here. <laughs> Fumito's flop fest. God. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, and years. I can see that in most of the games that I like are either in my list because they have great action or in mm. my list because they have weird, interesting, semi-plausible worlds. Mm. So those are kind of two things that I look for. Okay. Wow. Interesting. This well, is very tough. <laughs> obviously, Max um, had prepared that question. Yeah, I'm, I'm, prepared I'm trying that. to think of my top ten games, and there's no real through line right. for yeah. all of them. Um, hmm. I would say part of it is nostalgia, unfortunately, because like sure. Majora's Mask is up there for sure. Mm-hmm, I guess mm-hmm. I guess atmosphere for me is a huge thing. Uh, that's Majora's also Mask, part, you know, of my taste for other forms of art, like. Uh, like film or music, I always put mm. atmosphere number one. Um, just how I feel when I just step into, I guess, world building too. That's a part of it too yeah. for Max. Uh, yeah. Heart off of that idea. Definitely. Um, Eco and Shadow of the Colossus are also like top 10, top 20 games. I think that's a good example. And then also, I think um, we don't have a lot of great written games. No. So um, whenever there's like, really well-written characters like Mass Effect 2, um, mm. that sort of stuff just blows me away. Oh, uh, because, well, Mass Effect 2. Because, like, in, like, television or film, like, you never interact with these characters, but in games, you, you actually get to talk to these characters. So once they're, like, really good, you're like, wow, this is, they're like my best yeah. friend, almost. <laughs> my best friend from my space. Best <laughs> my, my best He's game space, friend. My best game friend who's a space toad. Um, mm. Yeah. Otherwise... I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not good. I think that's that's a good answer. Um, let's see. What do I have for this one? All right. 
and in the post, just you can like cut out when we're like, oh crap, I don't know what yeah. to say. Our ums um, and ahs. I will definitely yeah. leave all that in. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Also, are we cursing in this podcast? Or? Keep, Keep it, it to a minimum. minimum. Keep yeah. it to a minimum. So, so far, you, we've been, been pretty good. Yeah, when you curse, so it'll mean something. Uh, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta save those f bombs, right? Exactly. Um, okay, I think if I was actually thinking about this a little bit a few days ago, like trying to figure out like why I do like some things or didn't like Deadly Premonition. Um, no, actually, it's, 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 it's too early to <laughs> we'll, get into that. We'll but get to that. I think generally, um, I don't know if I have things I look for in games per se, but I think I find that I enjoy games more when things are well communicated to me and I know exactly where mm. I need to be going and exactly mm. what I can be doing. Um, like so freedom would you, is. N- would you say sorry? like good design then? Clear design. Clear design. Yeah. I think conveyance mm. is the word. Mm. I don't know. Um, I I don't gravitate towards open world games generally. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer you know maybe having like a couple side options to do every now and then. But for the most part, it's like hey, here's the path. Go do your thing. And mm-hmm. I like you know doing that with efficiency and getting out and having a good time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I mean, like I don't know. I think. <laughs> like Max, I also like high action games. Um, high anything action. With like anything with a good combo system or something. Uh, yeah, it's hard to hard to pinpoint exactly, but I'd say I kind of appreciate yeah. good conveyance and kind of a set path more. Mm-hmm. I suppose so. Yeah, I don't know. Or if this, or I, I should give the caveat. I like side quests if I feel like they're worth the time because a lot of times mm-hmm. they're not. Like, yeah. but if I'm getting good rewards out of it, then yeah, I like side quests. So, All yeah, right. I would also say I appreciate it. When a game gives you a difficult choice <laughs> and uh, you have to make yeah. a decision, that, I don't know. So That's I feel very like, unique about video games is the decision yeah. to make a choice about something. I feel but like based, I mean, based on what you have said specifically, Evan, well-written mm-hmm. characters, difficult choices, The Walking Dead sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, season one's free. definitely up there, but yeah. I don't know about season two. <laughs> I never finished season two. I finished it. It's just it's just not as good. It wasn't um, as good, but I thought it yeah. was still pretty good. It's still pretty know. good. I've heard not as great things as for season three. Yeah, which I think just oh. finished. I forgot mm. there was a season three. Does it involve Clementine at all? Yes, she's so. oh. getting older in every season. Oh. Yeah, she's I like see. she's like seventy now. <laughs> <laughs> Granny, the dead Fight are the still walkers. walking. <laughs> And so am I. Shotgun noise. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. All right. Well. I had a, a couple things uh, ripped from this month's headlines that I wanted to just pop <gasps> into real quick. This will just be oh, quick man. asides. We're really um, warming up today. So, uh, and I have to preface this with, this is not a spoiler. Uh, oh. But in episode one of Stranger Things season two, <gasps> uh, the gang goes to an arcade and sees mm-hmm. that someone has entered a high score into the Dig Dug machine. Right. The mm-hmm. high score in question being six letters long. Now, I did my research, Numbers? and Dig Dug only allows three characters of uh, high score <laughs> name entry. So oh, take that, the Duffer Brothers. Uh-huh. Damn. It's they like didn't they do the research. Even, what the it's hell? like they never even got a high score on Dig Dug before. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? Dig Dug is not a great game, I don't think. Um... <laughs> The second thing, all right. which but is a little bit... Mad Max? <laughs> yeah, Max. <laughs> no, there are better Namco games. Uh, mm-hmm. The second thing ripped straight from the headlines. Um, the CIA declassified a bunch of files from the compound where uh, Osama bin Laden uh, was oh, killed back yes. in... How is this related? Five years ago. <laughs> And some it. of those files were video game ROMs. What the <laughs> fuck? So wait, I am going wait. to paste 
the ROM, you know, I, I extracted the titles from the ROMs, and I'm going to paste that into the chat. Just oh kind of discuss your thoughts of these. Uh, I, okay. I, need, I need to know what they were up to in there. Where yeah. is the chat? Here it is. All right. Here Where is the chat? Oh, right. bottom left. I yeah, assume it will pop up. Here are the Max's type here are the titles of the fifteen oh, or so boy. games. You Naruto? Can see. Are you uh, kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> they are all Nintendo DS games for a DS emulator. Okay, FYI. I was going to ask because I wasn't sure what the common theme here was. Um, Yo, these are pretty hype, if, man. If you can find a common theme, and okay, and so obviously it's not necessarily Bin Laden himself playing the games. Many people lived on the compound. Right. We're of not course. trying to right. humanize Bin Laden. Uh-huh. Sure. We, yeah, let's avoid that if possible. Uh-huh. Um, but someone, I'm not saying Osama Bin Laden himself, is a huge weeb. Right. In this someone. compound. <laughs> We've now, got Dragon Ball Z. We've got One Piece. We've got Naruto. <laughs> We've got Mario and Luigi. <laughs> we got Luigi's One Piece, Luigi. Gear Spirit. What does that even mean? Uh, I don't know. A few of the games One Piece, Gear Spirit included were Japan-only games. Interesting. Uh, I can not tell you what Gear Spirit is because I actually know what One Piece is. Like as a concept or? <laughs> well, I mean. Tell us, Tim. You got, you got your own words. Spirit of the Gear? No. Um, <laughs> of course. No, it's. We, you can cut this out. Uh, <laughs> Leave it, it in. Never. You can, <laughs> in One Piece, you, um, the main character, Luffy, has uh, different modes he goes into called Gears. I guess. Gira. So Gears. Gira. It would be Giru, I think. Giru. Giru, yeah. Second gear, first gear. Oh, just like, like he's a car. car? He's a car. He's sort a car. of, but he's made out of rubber and punches He's things. a rubber it's, car. Okay. The metaphor is not excellent. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. I, there were a bunch of mo- more more widely publicized at the time where like the list mm-hmm. of movies that he had. I mean, I don't, I don't remember exactly. He had a bunch of Pixar Mm. Uh, or they had a bunch of Pixar, rather. I wonder uh, if like knitting no, tutorials. I, I was I was trying to consider the like ethical ramifications of like playing like Metal Slug uh, uh-huh. when you're like part yeah. of like a well, the enemy. And not only that or is like or playing American-made games. Contra uh, yeah. Four was actually made in California, not Japan. Oh. Uh, for example, I was looking at Grand Theft Auto. I'm like, Grand they Theft can Auto. play this. I mean, <laughs> like, that's that's British, but. Okay. Or maybe Still. Chinatown Wars wasn't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Rockstar don't know. is British. The, mm-hmm. the one who makes all the Grand Theft Auto. The main one. Maybe there are murder simulators. Maybe these are all training them to be better terrorists. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You heard all it right, here, folks. Fascinating. <laughs> Simply fascinating. All right. So with that, Thompson uh, right. we're going to move on to our game discussion. Uh, Ooh, this yeah. month's kind of banner topic is games with very low budgets. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't plan it, people, but here we are. We didn't plan it, but here we are. Well, we planned half of it, but the other half was uh-huh. randomized. Right, uh, sure. So, our main game discussion this month is Deadly Premonition. Um, mm-hmm. A little background on the game. It was developed mm-hmm. by Access Games and uh, directed by Hidetaka Suehiro, a.k.a. Swery65. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deadly Premonition is an open-world murder mystery where you control FBI agent Francis York Morgan. Just call him York. That's what everyone calls him. As he arrives in the small Pacific Northwest town of Greenvale to investigate the murder of a local girl. He is aided by the local sheriff's department and his imaginary friend, Zach. (laughs) Now, the game originally started development on the PlayStation 2 in 2004 Mm. uh, as Rainy Woods, uh, but development was eventually scrapped uh, and the game moved to the next generation of systems, first appearing in the West on Xbox 360 in 2010 and eventually being ported over to the PS3. 
uh, as the director's cut that we all played a few mm. years later. Hmm. I will be curious to find out what the differences are between the director's cut that we played and the original. Cause uh, right. there are seem- only somewhat minor differences. There were a few cut scenes added. Uh, there was an epilogue in it that was not in the original game. Uh, okay. Um, hmm. As well as I think some modifications to the control scheme. I don't think the original had the auto aim button. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be mistaken. So, what did you think in general? <laughs> oh, you know, boy. big picture oh, thoughts. Oh my god, I guess. here we oh, go. Boy, here oh, we boy, oh, go. Boy. Um, I don't know, Evan. You. Start. So, are we are we just doing uh, overall <laughs> like, thoughts right now? Yeah, overall probably, thoughts. Like, let's not get into specifics right. right now, but just kind yeah. of impressions. I guess I have mine all written out already. So, but I didn't want to oh, go okay. first. So. What was I? Okay, when I first started playing the game, I think the first thing I thought of was was um, I feel like this game is going to be a, a horrible game, but an engaging piece of art, and for the most part, that stayed true throughout. Um, I want to get into the specifics later, but I guess right now, I am very much split down the middle. Like I, I think I think it'll help if. By talking to you guys, it'll help me understand it a little more. <laughs> and but, is that how you feel about the right, game? Right, because yeah. like it's kind of like throughout the entire game, it was kind of monotonous, and I was kind of like, okay, what's what's going to happen next? I, that's mm-hmm. what I was mm-hmm. thinking the entire time. And then at the end, it really slaps you over the head with like this huge twist, uh, and it actually kind of an emotional twist. And I was like, where the hell did this come from? <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's yeah, the a, entire last. Mm-hmm. Uh, sequence the last act is like the entire low. last five episodes is like what where the f- this co- where, right. sorry no cursing where, where the, the, f- where in the gosh darn heck right um it, it it it's basically deadly premonition whiplash to me it's just like yeah. whoa where did that come from but that's th- overall for me yeah i think i'm kind of on the same page as evan for the most part i mean my first impression of the game is like wow this is weird it's clunky but mm-hmm. you know it's got some personality Definitely. for the most part, I was interested. I wanted to keep going and see what was going on. I mean, stuff frustrated me, but I got used to a lot of it. We'll get to that. (laughs) Yes. But I I cannot help but be, like, massively... I know how I feel. I'm massively disappointed with, like, the last probably quarter of the game, I think, Mm -hmm. just because it just felt like... A bunch of well, we'll get into it, but it just it, <laughs> yeah, it, okay. it didn't it didn't have the payoff I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was going somewhere somewhere interesting, mm-hmm. and it did go somewhere interesting, but yeah, not in the way that it I did wanted. Go interesting, yeah. Okay, oh boy. So, um, so what I have prepared is there are things that could obviously be improved about the game: terrible frame rate, <laughs> terrible controls, really weird sound effects and sound volumes. Oh yeah. Uh, mm. But the game has a certain charming idiosyncrasy and mm-hmm. I think some real earnesty to it if you give it a chance. Uh, mm-hmm. I think a good amount of that is the kind of like double culture filtration of setting a game mm-hmm. made in Japan in the modern day USA. Sure. Uh, and I, I mean, I think my favorite thing about the game is just kind of hanging out in the weird world with weird characters. Uh, and like, <laughs> there are plenty of those. Well, I, I certainly wouldn't say it has the best writing I've ever seen in a game. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever like really wanted to hear every snippet of dialogue so badly mm-hmm. in a game. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. It's always just um, like, okay, what's it going to do next? <laughs> yeah. Sure. There is some interesting dialogue. Like one of my favorite parts of the game is just driving around and then listening to York talk. He's like, hey, Zach, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, oh, what's he going to talk about this time? Um, And it was kind of like this weird, like Japan looking at American pop culture. 
Um, mm-hmm. So that was interesting. And just learning more about York's backstory, I really liked. So that was yeah. But my only com- problem with that was like uh, maybe like 10 hours into the game, maybe 12 hours, he ran out of things to say. Yeah. So I would just be driving around and, he, and, he, and you press X and then he's like, hmm, what was that, Zach? Oh, nothing. And then like, yeah, it would, that like would repeat. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, yeah. oh, that's it. I want more. But it's like Zach, we can we can rest if you're tired. And I'm like, yeah. I am very tired of this, <laughs> but no, I cannot rest. I've got coffee, buddy. I'm good. <laughs> that's another thing. No, okay. <laughs> the game gives you so much more food and drink than mm-hmm. you know what to do with. Like, right. I don't know what they think I'm doing with all my time, but right. it's like I never. It doesn't matter. That's a minor gripe, but. So a lot of the a lot of the kind of intrigue of the game, as we've kind of gone over, is that uh, the main character Francis York Morgan has this kind of split personality Zach, who's kind mm-hmm. of a vehicle for player engagement. I think in that right. he's kind of talking to you, the player, mm-hmm. when he's talking to Zach. I mean, mm-hmm. how I think how do you think that do you think that paid off? Do you think it worked well? Um, so I thought it was interesting and like pretty meta for the time the game came out. Mm-hmm. Um, well that, okay. So when initially it was, I thought that Zach was me, you know, the player mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, that's pretty meta. He's like talking to us. So that's that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Um, and of course this should go without saying, but this podcast is going to have pretty heavy spoilers, spoilers for the yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. You're supposed to have played the game before you're listening right. in general, you guys, unless you don't you, want to. You yeah. play along with us over the month, and then it's like you're talking with us. Yeah, uh, those you can just yell at, yell at your <laughs> iPod or whatever. <laughs> um, but so when it turned out that that wasn't the case, and mm-hmm. Zach was just another personality of yours, then mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, that's. I mean, that's weird. <laughs> it, but it's like it was like weird. Um, but how do I put this? I guess it would have been weirder. I'm sorry. I'm slapping with a yeah, ruler no that might have interfered with the audio. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it would have been weirder if it had been meta. But then it was mm-hmm. just kind of like weird in the context of the game. And that I don't know. It, it was a different flavor of weird than I was looking for, I guess. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I guess I kind of don't. I think Zach, for the most part, was you as the player. Uh, mm-hmm. They But they had, to, they had to kind of do something with it. And that, I don't know, mm-hmm. if they had the chutzpah to go through with that it actually mm-hmm. was you as a player sure. I, I don't know but yeah for me it's a symptom of the bigger problem and that problem is this game is twin peaks uh, <laughs> so when he started talking to zach in the car i haven't really watched twin peaks i just know about it read about it uh, and he's like zach what do, what do you think about this what do you think about that i was like doesn't the FBI agent in Twin Peaks like talk to a fictional character that he's creating in his head and sure enough I went online um, the main character talks to a character named Diane which Uh-oh. is interesting because there's a character in the game called named, named Diane, named Diane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean Twin Peaks isn't superior in that later they also introduce Diane she's an actual character Okay. So both of them didn't huh. go for the fourth okay, well, that's a, that, entirely. So that's that's a Twin Peaks spoiler, and mm-hmm. I haven't watched oh, Twin Peaks sorry. yet. So, so I, I, thank you. I don't think it's a huge twist. It's just like, oh, yeah. she's she's a character. Also, um, I'm pretty sure there's like a statute of limitations on shows from like the 80s. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> and that was also interesting because I was telling this to Max, and Max said uh, Japan loved Twin Peaks when it came out in the 80s and 90s. Right, Max? Hmm. Right. Uh, yeah, so apparently, and I was just on the Twin Peaks a Wikipedia page, the Twin Peaks prequel movie Firewalk With Me uh, mm-hmm. was a financial failure in the U.S., but actually made a significant amount of money in Japan. 
That's fascinating. Go figure. And there's there's a lot of compare like there are a lot of things similar in this game of Twin Peaks. Like the town name's similar. It's an FBI agent who's come into a small town uh, looking for a killer. There's even like a um, in episode one. There's a town hall meeting. Uh, uh, I was I was watching episode one after I beat uh, the game, and I was like, wait, this this happened. <laughs> <laughs> this happened in Deadly Premonition. <laughs> so, um, of course. The similarities kind of end maybe halfway through because, like, there's no seeds in oh, sure, uh, Twin sure. Peaks. Uh, there's no, like, red tree. Um, mm-hmm. So that's different, at least. But Yeah, it's not right. exactly the same. It's not exactly the same. But. Definitely inspired, though. I mean, like, isn't Twin Peaks set in Oregon? And This is Washington, uh, so there yeah. you go. Yeah, <laughs> well, okay, but it's, like, that's as close as you can get to yeah. Oregon without being yes. Oregon. Right, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So um, I don't know where I was going with this, but I guess yes. uh, some of I, I guess the lack of creativity in the beginning was kind of dampening my enjoyment of it because I was like, this is just this is just Twin Peaks, so yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, yeah, I guess we answered the question. Um, yeah. Did the thing? I think the thing of Zach for the most part, since it was kind of putting you in that seat was good. I liked it. I mean, like, it, it also was, it seemed like it was headed in that direction, too, when at the end of every episode, it's like, uh, do you want to see the details of the investigation? It was like a previously on Deadly Premonition, mm-hmm. but it called, uh-huh. like, Zach View or right. something. Zach so that was the dead giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I think, well, we can get into this about the ending, uh-huh. but I, st- I think you could still argue that Zach is the viewer or the player. Mm-hmm. Um it gets really weird and complicated, obviously, but I think you could argue that he's still the player, yeah. and that like th- this this heaven sort of thing that they talk about is like I don't know, like our reality. I I don't know. See, there, I well, feel like there's something. I feel like there's something there, okay. but maybe I'm just grasping at straws. Someone's here. been someone's been huffing some red go, seeds. Yeah, go and grasp, <laughs> grasp all you want. Um, I think. Uh, do you, do you think it would be helpful? to kind of give a brief summary of the story. Cause I think, I think we can't talk about this game in detail without like really kind of getting into yeah. the story. Well, and, so and like, so that kind of is like, are the listeners playing along with us? Maybe not all of them are. Sure. Um, Probably so, most of them are not. Brief overview, I mean, brief so overview. basically, and I'll, I'll, I'll pass the baton over to you guys. Cause you actually finished it more recently than I have. About three hours I mean, ago. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, <laughs> so, you know, you're basically going through the town, you're investigating this murder, uh, mm-hmm. York has been on several cases before that involve these red seeds and they've come up here in the town again. Uh, mm-hmm. You're going through other women in the town also get murdered, um, mm-hmm. basically, uh, in weird ways. Uh, eventually, you find a culprit is a fellow police officer who you've been working with. Um, turns out he's just kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the real killer was the police captain or chief or sheriff or whatever the, the main guy at the police mm-hmm. office he kind of transforms into a blanca like monster after he eats oh the God. red seeds the red seeds have weird magical properties uh, <laughs> i have things to say <laughs> you kill him but eventually but then realize well wait a minute like these murders have been happening all around the you know the country so he well he killed these girls he didn't mm-hmm. kill all those other girls and then you realize this weird salesman guy who's like just been a nice guy to you the whole time and has mm-hmm. a dog and just a big fat guy. Uh, he's actually this weird supernatural deity who is, is like the keeper alien? of the seeds. Is he? Uh, yeah. 
He's, he's not some, human. He's no, he's some know. kind of supernatural demon or something, basically. Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, a demon or something. <laughs> so yeah, so then you basically you you maybe <laughs> we'll, we'll be talking about yeah, this, so, obviously. Yeah. Anyway. Uh you confront him, he has the female police officer who you've kind of like had a thing for, York's fighting over her with Zach kind of in a playful way. Mm-hmm. Uh he has planted a tree inside of her stomach. Uh you try to shoot her to basically end her suffering, but you can't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she rips the tree out of herself, killing herself. Uh, throughout this, York realizes that the same exact thing happened to his own father, who couldn't shoot his mother uh, when she had the tree planted in her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and upon remembering this past, he also realizes that he is a figment of Zack's imagination, Zack being the original York child who <sighs> created York in order to cope with the, mm-hmm. watching his parents die. So then you basically <laughs> switch places. You are Zack now. Zack has white mm-hmm. hair instead of brown hair. Uh, and you kill the <laughs> demon, and the female cop is basically dead, and you see her in heaven with York and all the other girls who mm-hmm. died. Uh, and that's and Deadly Premonition. That's Deadly Premonition. That's and deadly one thing premonition. to note is, like, the entire... So, obviously, I mean, if you kind of follow that story, um, <laughs> you, the beginning part seems pretty straightforward. You're just trying right. to solve a mystery of some murders, and there's, like, mm-hmm. a serial killer involved. Um, yeah. Throughout the game, it's peppered with these sequences that have, like, obviously, like, either zombies or ghosts or some kind of supernatural right. monsters that apparently only your character can see, at mm-hmm. least for most of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know that there's something up, but I guess you can't really prepare for how much is up, I mm-hmm. suppose, at the end right. there. So, uh, um, somewhat and- interesting side note on that. Uh, they originally wanted the game to just be about solving the murder, driving around, talking to people. All the combat was the very last stuff that was added to the game. Oh, you per don't the, say. Per the, uh, <laughs> per the publisher who was like worried it wouldn't sell in the West without some okay. kind of combat. Oh, boy. Wow. Now, I, I kind of wish they went in that direction. I feel like it would have been a lot better. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't think it's... The game has absolutely terrible action. We're talking right. worse than Skyrim. We're talking... Talking, throwing whoa, a banana whoa, peel whoa. in a garbage bag. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's to say combat as an afterthought, I mean, like, is apparently literally true, but um, that's it's, what it's, it feels it's like. It's basically Resident Evil 4, but, like, really way before bad. they could do it, like, <laughs> with technology. Yeah. So, I, I and yet after. Trying, <laughs> and yet I after. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I kept trying to do things I could do in Resident Evil 4, because it's, you know, a mm-hmm. third-person over-the-shoulder Tank. camera. Tank. Yeah. Tanks, yes, more or less. I kept trying to do things like quick turnaround and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or like, I, I sort of got for the beginning of the game. I kept trying to run up to enemies and melee them, and mm-hmm. like that doesn't. You can't do that. Um, you know? If you have, have melee weapons, though, it makes the combat well, a breeze. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, I have one. I have a question. Um, was this game like stuck in development hell at all? So or? they they started development in two thousand four. In 2007, the game was canceled because they couldn't accomplish it on PS2 hardware. Mm. They just weren't so, there with uh, all the stuff they yes. wanted to do. Uh, mm-hmm. Soon after development was restarted uh, on next generation platforms, uh, you know, Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Interesting. Uh, and then three years later, the game actually did come out. Okay. Gotcha. So, in um, a way, yes. So, kind of development. Happened. So, kind of, yes, yeah. Um, okay. So, we kind of got the story out of the way. Um, okay, well, Max, do you have any, like, Guiding questions. Um, I mean, well, you guys seem to want to talk about the, you know, oh, you were like, oh, I well, can't really talk about well, the ending without. Uh-huh. Well, well yeah, the ending's I, the ending, and we'll get there. Um, let's see. I, just, I, I don't know. Do you guys want to talk about, like, 
uh, gameplay first and then talk about the story? Or, I mean, I feel yeah. like they're... Let's talk about gameplay They're play individual first. conversations, I feel like. Yeah. So. Let's talk yeah. about gameplay first. Although we kind of just did. We talked about the combat. We, There's still plenty uh-huh. of other gameplay. Yeah. Also, there was I didn't driving. We, I, I also didn't think we um, really fleshed out a conversation about combat that much. So we can... I don't know. Matt, I mean, uh, Max, okay. do you want to say... That so like, the combat is really bad. I mean, like, there's not a lot to say about mm-hmm, it. The mm-hmm, enemies I are mean, all pretty easy to deal with in that yeah. you have basically an auto-aim button. Uh, right. Though it's awkwardly mapped to, I believe, R2 and L1. Or, mm-hmm. yes. L2 and R1. Uh, L1 is ready weapon, R2 is aim, and then R1 is fire. You basically have to push three buttons on the shoulder mm-hmm. to aim and shoot. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the combat is bad. What I did in this playthrough, since I was doing everything that you could do, uh, mm-hmm. is I completed a side quest fairly early on that gets you an infinite endurance wrench because your normal weapons just after, you know, disposing of maybe five enemies, they're broken and you got to find something else. Uh, mm-hmm. With the wrench, you could just run up to any enemy and kill them almost instantly. Uh, mm-hmm. So it made combat a breeze. And, you know, the game is, I think, better when you just rush through the combat because there's like nothing there. The mm-hmm. uh, the melee weapons were easily like my favorite way to kill people because oh, yeah. it was fun. Like that actually felt satisfying. It made a good like shattering noise when you mm-hmm. smacked someone with a golf club. Like I was into that. Right. Um, but the fact that there was like endurance and everything, and also is a combination of the fact that your items had endurance and the weapon and item storage was very weird. Like you mm-hmm. could only carry like. Two weapons? steel pipes at once. Um, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. But you could also carry, like, three shovels at the same time. It's like, mm-hmm. well, why don't you just let me carry five steel pipes? That's all anybody's dropping right now, you mm-hmm. know? It's it's just... I, item... Oh, the menus and item management were not excellent either. Um, I just enjoyed using a katana, because the <laughs> image looked hilarious. <laughs> it's really, it's it's such a York, an American, <laughs> like, FBI agent with a katana. It's so like, bad. Okay. Um, they gotta put a little j- bit of Japan Right. Just a little bit. Generally, like, I never I never felt like I was in any real danger in mm-hmm. the game. Like, enemies were pretty easy to dispatch, and it was just kind of a hassle. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, it was kind of fun, like, just running around being like, okay, dead, 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 dead. You know, right. it was kind of like, like, for the first half of the game, I was, like, kind of, like, walking kind of like, a, I was a little creeped out. You know, the, yeah, the yeah. atmosphere in mm-hmm. those dungeons is it's actually pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. Um and we can also talk about the fact that the sound effects the enemies make are actually pretty, like, they're very loud for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> and they're also really creepy. So, um, don't want to die. Don't die. <laughs> and then sometimes, sometimes they just go, yeah, duh. <laughs> um, and the thing is, like, if you have, like, four enemies in the same room, like, all of them are loud and all of those noises stack on top of each other. <laughs> so nightmarish. Um, but anyway, so, like, I was creeped out and kind of just, like, walking through the first couple dungeons. But, like, by halfway through the game, I was just, like, sprinting. It's like, yeah. okay, whatever. I see it. Blam, blam. Running to the next thing. Yeah. And, okay. Oh, no, no. Okay, so this, this is, like, a really big point I want to touch on gameplay-wise. And I've been ranting for a minute, so I apologize. Yeah, go but for it, go for it. Um, everything in this game is so gosh dang slow. Like, th- like it takes forever to 
pick up items. Like uh-huh. I picked up a can uh-huh. of pickles for the thirtieth time. I know what it looks like. You don't have to go to the pickle uh, showing screen. Did you? Did, okay, so two things that really help with the game. In case for some reason you're listening to this and also didn't play it, if you pick something up and immediately press start, you skip the whole looking at it thing. What? Uh, so number like two. A scene, then. Which uh. you, the second thing, which you probably figured out, is if you're running when you open a door, you like slam it open and don't open yes. it really slowly. I started just running into every single oh, door. Well, that like, I didn't know. But. Yeah, I know. I uh, I figured that out pretty early. I'm sorry. Like, uh, I'm sorry, guys, for that extra probably two hours oh, of game you had. It's, uh, it's so like and, and and obviously like um, I don't think the writing is like it's and it's not great. It's not great writing. I don't think the mm-hmm. writing itself is horrendous, mm-hmm. but the um, just the way the conversations are played out and like the fact that the character models have to kind of like move themselves to get in a position to say the next line. Conversations take forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the I, flow it, of every dialogue exchange was just like molasses. It was just like, oh my pain, god, I know painful. where this is going. Just end <laughs> it already. <laughs> and I like, and there's also some other things where like, obviously they kind of like slap some stuff together. But just again on the slow note, was one side quest where you have to collect bones from all around town, mm-hmm. and eventually, eventually after a bunch of other stuff, you give them to the gravekeeper, and you have to collect all seven, but you have to give each bone. <laughs> Individually to oh, the gravekeeper, and he's like, "Yeah, this is a bone. Six more to go. <laughs> this is a good bone." And then it's over, and then you can go back to your menu, oh, and then you select another one, uh-huh. and then you give him the next one. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> this is a bone. Five more to go." <laughs> it's like I was sitting there trying to give him the bones. I just wanted to give him the bones. You just want that infinite ammo flamethrower. I just wanted the infinite ammo flamethrower, which actually was not very useful. Yeah. Um, I think the infinite ammo machine gun would probably be the best. Infinite ammo submachine gun was, I think, the yeah. most useful. Uh, I like the Magnum, too. personally. but Magnum was good, but like submachine gun, you didn't have to bother like Reloading. aiming. You just, and uh-huh. it had 380 bullets, oh, or 360 wow. bullets. Wow. Just, like, I never even used hell. it. I got it, but I didn't. Uh-huh. Yeah, you just like, you, it goes forever. Like, I like, so, okay, I mentioned earlier that side quests have to give uh-huh. you something worthwhile, and I did feel like the couple side quests I did where I got infinite ammo weapons felt pretty good. Um, yes. It made the R easy combat like uh, <laughs> a breeze so yeah, yeah. so yeah, speaking like, of for the, ma- for the machine gun like the hit stun on the enemies uh, it's just yeah. like they, they're frozen basically yeah, and you get like automatic headshots so it's like mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. Uh, anyway so yeah that was spe- my biggest complaint that I just kind of went through so continue <laughs> yeah. uh, also, well, and I think top- I, I think well sorry just to yeah. mm-hmm. build off of Tim's point I think the game is better experienced kind of taking it slow it's like a it's a hangouty game where you kind of just mm-hmm. want to hang out in the world for as long as you want to and then you can you know go do something else so it's it's not a game best marathon. right and mm. and that's because the original intent of the game was you just talk to these characters and figure yeah. out the mystery right yeah so, right yeah, yeah. Mm. So. i would also say they tried to uh switch things up with the hold your breath mechanic oh. which you use like once yeah. and then you kind of forget about it yeah <laughs> like I, completely. I used it in the in the first dungeon and i was mm-hmm. like oh i guess this is kind of helpful but it's not because the it's camera not. gets slowed down and you like, can't yeah. like look around uh-huh. easily and yeah. I, the enemies are easy enough to kill we're like why yeah. bother avoiding them you know yeah, exactly yeah so. um so anyway back to side quests did you have a favorite side quest that you did uh, well, Evan, did you do any? I, no? I did like the first one in the police off office, and I don't remember which one it was. So oh, no. Where you just give the guy the weights? <laughs> yeah, that's the one, yeah. Was I it didn't. George I gave the weights to? Yeah. Okay. 
I gave you, George the weights. Was that you the only that side quest you did? That was the only one I did. Oh my god. <laughs> there's um, so oh, you're missing out on so much. Are, are you sure? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, like that's really the impression I got. And so um <laughs> it's actually one of the characters, Harry, um he's a creepy eccentric old man who wears a gas mask and is in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and I think is talking like Stephen Hawkins. Hawking? Yeah, like so why was he Hawking. typing out like his responses? His mouth, his but he sounded normal. I think he just has like a really good text to speech for <laughs> <laughs> It's like that's 30, my theory. 40 years ahead that's of my our technology. Okay. He makes some comment um, when you finally talk to him face to face. That's like very meta, where it's like, "Oh, take your time. Like look, ar- like look around. Those who mm-hmm. go fast might regret it, or something like mm-hmm. that." And I'm like, "That's probably kind of this game. Like I sped mm-hmm. through it for the most part, and I feel like maybe my experience was uh, harmed uh, directly as a result. I feel like maybe if I had taken my time and been a little bit more." methodical about stuff maybe i would have enjoyed the town enjoyed the characters more well and so Mm -hmm. having played all 50 side quests some were more tedious and annoying than others uh (laughs) but a lot of them were like oh it's just like a nice little thing there was one when you uh at one point you arrest a guy who you think maybe was the murderer uh and he's just like please give this letter to my wife and it's just like Mm -hmm. a really sweet like he's kind of a jerk to her from what you see before but then it's just a Mm -hmm. really sweet letter where he's like i'm sorry like i i don't i don't always like appreciate you as much as i should and then she's like okay give him this letter back and he was like it's only three lines uh but then it was just like i love you i believe you and and something i don't remember what the third line was but it was just like a sweet exchange and i was Uh like okay Uh Yeah, uh, whereas and, I completely forgot about Nick after I arrested him. I was, as far as I knew, he was still in the jail cell when I finished the game. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually, I don't think they really said what happened to him. Cause, no. <laughs> uh, but anyway, my favorite side quest uh, was there was a series of five side quests um, where you find this weird kind of like dementia old woman named Roaming Sigourney. I saw her. She creeped me Sigourney out so I never Weaver? talked to her again. <laughs> I assume she's named after Sigourney Weaver based on uh-huh. the you know, the movie love that the game gives. Um, But she basically is like, she has this, she's carrying around this like crock pot. And she is like (laughs) in this horrible voice. That's clearly like a 20 or 30 year old woman doing a old woman voice. Uh, She's just like, my pot is getting cold. Uh, And so then, and so then York's like, Oh, Sigourney, I'll I'll drive you home. Uh, And so then the entire time you're driving her home and each mission, you're driving her home from farther away. She's just berating you for not driving faster. It's always like, can't you go any faster? My pot is getting cold. And this is, you have to drive so safely. But it's like, it doesn't stop. Like she does not stop talking. And she repeats just the same two or three lines and it's horrible but basically each progressing mission york is like becoming friends with the pot and he's like Uh he's like i have to know what's inside this pot and she's like she's like if you warm up to the pot it might let you know what's inside whoa (laughs) and she and so like she's actually giving you some kind of like real advice at the end of it despite her normal just kind of ramblings Mm -hmm. and so then you get to the fifth uh, mission and you drive her home from like the whole other side of the map uh listening to her yell at you for like three minutes straight uh and she's like i think the pot is warmed up to you and york was like no you know i think it's the mystery of what's inside the pot 
that's keeping me going. And so you don't look at what's in the pot. And I was just like, yes, this is character building, (laughs) character building. That's, that's, that's so York. Like, I was like, I don't want to know what's in that pot. Exactly. York. He knows. (laughs) I think Um, that's a metaphor for the entire game. itself. (laughs) I don't want to know what's in the center of this game. Uh, Yeah. My, my, my imagination came up with so many more wild, well, not as wild as it ended up being, but, (laughs) Ideas for what it could have been. Um, my favorite side quest uh, was probably, well, you know what? It was probably collecting those bones. Really? Again, handed them to the graveyard digger, graveyard person. <laughs> I'm all about those bones. Um, but what I I didn't like the collecting it, uh, itself, but that was the first time that I actually felt myself getting acclimated to the map and directions mm-hmm. because. Mm-hmm. That was my biggest complaint, like, very early in the game was, number one, driving sucks, and I hate it (laughs) in this game. Um, Number two, the map is not user-friendly whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to, like, go into the menu to access them. Is there there a shortcut button for the map? You can make the map bigger by pressing select, I think it was. But not huge. But not huge. Not big enough where it would be helpful. You can never (laughs) zoom out far enough. So what was was semi-helpful? although I, I assume intended, was that when you go to the menu and you're just, like, scrolling through your options, before you click mm-hmm. on the map, you can see the entire map I in the menu I did see that eventually. Screen, which uh, was somewhat helpful to me sometimes. Once okay. I, like, collected the bones, I kind of had a better grasp on where things were and what was north and what was south, and so I could mm-hmm. look at that bigger map and be like, okay, that's where I am now. So it was, although the task of collecting the bones himself was kind of mundane, I did appreciate that it gave me a better layout of the of the town. So, yeah. um mm-hmm. I guess, like, Quest itself that I liked the most was probably playing darts. Number one, it was kind of fun. And number two, I got a bigger weapon bag, which was probably the biggest quality of life upgraded I needed in that Mm. game. So, Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Evan had a question here, which was, did anyone guess who the killer was on their first playthrough? I Mm. certainly didn't, but I'm also not the type to, like, try to figure these kind of things out. I like to be surprised, but also... Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. Was it even possible? Were there clues? I don't know. Okay. Well, so question. Um, when you say there are killer, clues. when yeah. you say killer, do you mean George or Kaysen? Probably Kaysen. George. Oh, well, not Kaysen. Well, because Kaysen's, he's like, who, who's like behind all of this? Sure, uh, sure. Okay, that's, I mean, that e- seems like either one I think, of them. I think it was kind of impossible to guess that there were two people in cahoots and one of them was manipulating well, were, the other there one. were three people in cahoots mani- right, each right. manipulating okay, yeah. the other so right so yeah. that that's un, you know you can't yeah. guess that um to um, answer your question i knew it was george um mm-hmm. after there was actually a moment where i realized it um ah. it was so when you go to the gallery um yeah. what, who's the woman there i forget diane yeah it's very easy to get those women confused um when but, you spend okay, as so much you, time in Greenville as I have, <laughs> you get to know fair. the, like, 40 people who live there. <laughs> um, so by the time you get to that point, you've seen, like, the back of the killer through, like, you know, whatever supernatural flashback profiling abilities that well, York has. you found a picture. Sure. Okay, you found a picture. Mm-hmm, but but yeah. he always has this long hair. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and at a certain point in the gallery... Uh, once things are going down, like a statue gets knocked over and uh. George catches you and Diane mm-hmm. after your like daring dive for her, mm-hmm. um, his hat falls off and it like has a lingering shot on him getting up and kind of like shows that he has long hair. Uh. And I was like, 
wait a minute. And then I kind of started piecing it together like very quickly. It's like, wait, he was here when I got here. He could have killed, you know, and like, I was like, where was he all those other times? And like, I kind of figured it out, you know? Mm. Um, So yeah, George, I figured out. Mm -hmm. Kaysen was like, yeah, he was suspicious in the beginning. And the fact that he always had the red trees and I knew the red, red trees had to be at the center of all of it. But Mm -hmm. you know, the game did a really good job of like, tricking you into thinking he was just a buffoon with a dog. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I get towards the end, I was also kind of like, why is Kaysen hanging around? Like, why is this side character right. helping mm-hmm. so much? Because none of the other side characters were around towards the end, right. you know? Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, he was there at some of the murder scenes, so. Yes. Uh, I yeah. mean, I was definitely surprised when it was Kaysen that was a mastermind at the very end. But mm-hmm. also I was kind of like, yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of sort of thought that was coming, but I didn't, right. like, I couldn't commit to that. But uh, Interesting aside in uh, the only game that the director Swery has released since Deadly Premonition, which is D4 or Dark mm-hmm. Dreams Don't Die. Uh, there is a character named Forrest Kaysen who is a completely different character. Huh? Hmm. Weird. He's like skinny and I, I think doesn't so. kill I, people. Uh, as far as I know, I don't actually. Know. I I just know that there is a character named that. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, yeah. I, w- I was hoping it wouldn't be like. Um, I mean, I kind of I kind of guessed the split personality thing because mm. I was kind of like it's either the audience or it's going to be his other personality for Zach and York. I mean, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I hope Zach isn't the killer. So at least right. they didn't do oh, that. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh um, god. So, yeah. yeah, that would have been too easy, I thought. But sometimes, sometimes I felt like it was going to go in that direction because, like, every time you step into these other worlds, mm. like, who like, knows you, what's happening IRL? Right? Yeah. How how could he? Yeah, ah. yeah. And then also he figures out all these like clues like very easily, and he can like see the murder murder happen. Yeah. And it's just like, like a how super would he profiler. know? It, yeah, exactly. It's so it's like it, the only way he would know is if he experienced it. But, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I had a question for you guys. Um, at, so the game doesn't give you, like, the choices the game gives you, I feel like, are pretty, like, few and far between. They yeah. seem kind of inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's one that seems kind of important. Um, at the end, when it's revealed that Kaysen, um has, you know, planted this tree in uh, Emily. Uh-huh. That, mm-hmm. was her, that was her name, right? Yes, yes. Emily. Um and so you're given this choice to, like, put her out of her misery, try to shoot Kaysen, or shoot yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, did anybody do... I I tried to shoot her, because I thought that was, like, the theme of the game from, like, the, one of the first lines was, like, sometimes you have to kill people you love in order to, mm-hmm. you know, help blah, them. Blah, blah, blah. Some yeah. things yeah. must be purged from this Purge. world that should not exist, even it's if it means even losing, if someone, losing you someone you love. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, like, I tried to shoot her, and obviously, like, the game makes you miss. Did anybody else try yeah. anything else? Uh, uh, I, I tried shooting Kaysen first because I was like, uh-huh. a part of me knew nothing would happen. So mm-hmm. you shoot him and it just kind of like the bullet just flashes yeah. off of him. Sure. Um, and then you and then it goes back to Zach at that point And he's like, no, I got to think about what my father said. And then you can do it again. Uh-huh. And, and then I decided to shoot Emily because I was like, that kind of seems what the game's Okay, so so that's what the game wanted you to do. Yeah. I was wondering mm-hmm. if there was a different outcome or so, something. Uh, so having played the game before once, I shot myself, <laughs> uh, and then you go you go into the like white you know dream world or whatever, and mm-hmm. and York is there and he's like Zach, you got to do better than that, buddy. <laughs> and then I and then like because I was kind of just pushing like the confirm button, 
he was like, do you want to try again? And I said no, and then it was just like, case failed. <laughs> and, so then, <laughs> and then I just reloaded and then tried to shoot him. Okay, well, I so guess I guess I did the can't right beat thing. beat this game then. Um, yeah, I, I think that's the canon ending is you yeah. try and shoot Emily. Yeah. Well, I was I was wondering if there was also alternative endings, but I guess not, Max. Mm-hmm. I don't believe no, there's there's just one ending. Oh, should okay. we talk about the boss fights? Okay, yeah. So that is a big thing. Like I the game becomes a different game oh, in like yes. the last like uh-huh. three or four chapters. You right. Know? Yeah. Like there was zero boss fights the entire game, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you have like three or four. Four. Three in a row, yeah. Mm-hmm. And none of them are good? No. Um, <laughs> well, they're combat. What do you want, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess that kind of, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like it. that kind of is emblematic of this problem of it shifting from this kind of, like, noir, noir horror game mm-hmm. into, like, some weird kind of pseudo action thing. Like, like the, a JRPG almost. Yeah, like. the murderer turns into, like a more buff version of himself. I'm like, okay, that's mm-hmm. weird. But then he literally turns into like an Oni. Like uh-huh. some yeah. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. It is like very, mu- very Oni Mushoni. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, what is happening? Like I said that over and over again during the game, but like, <laughs> really, what was happening? Because all the other enemies were like kind of rooted in reality. Okay, sure. so there's zombies. Okay, I'll buy it. But sure. then, yeah, when it becomes an Oni, it's like, you have lost me yeah. so much. <laughs> I don't know where I am anymore. <laughs> like, it was like a, it was like a god hand boss battle at that point. Like it was yeah. like funny, and then except yeah. for the good part, <laughs> <laughs> there's no punching. Yeah, yeah, um, so, yeah. And like I, I have to say this: the last last boss when you're fighting, not big Kason, not bigger Kason, but giant Kason, giant Kason, giant Kason. Um, yeah. uh, that last shot where you like shoot him and then walk away slowly while he explodes <laughs> and you have like the like, white hair and everything. You mm-hmm. like, you literally became Dante from devil may cry in that <laughs> moment. I was, it was super. Let's jarring. ride all the way into hell. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Jumps what, on a motorcycle. What's <laughs> happening? Um, ready yeah, York. Dude. <laughs> Um, so I don't know. I, I, and, and then also that last boss fight, it's like, you have to have like pinpoint accuracy with your gun, mm-hmm. but that's like the worst aspect of the game is shooting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, everything hinges on that. And yeah, yeah. it just, I, I was, it was a long fight for me. Cause like I couldn't shoot his thing oh. like weak, weak point at all. It, it definitely helped to have <laughs> infinite Magnum and also infinite uh, yeah, submachine yeah, gun. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Infinite yeah. Magnum was the way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause <laughs> it, it, it was, it was, don't get me wrong. It was hard to hit him, but when I did hit oh, yeah. him, it hurt him a lot. Uh-huh. Um, and also with the infinite submachine gun, I kind of just like sprayed in that general direction <laughs> yeah. and it worked. So, um, yeah, not great, but uh, I don't know. Evan, did you have another point to make there? No, I had no. something else I wanted to say too, but I feel like no. I've been railing on this. No, a no, lot. no. Uh, go for it. Um, just generally the entire, so we've, we've mentioned this, uh, the entire game <laughs> felt like it was building up to like some kind of like government conspiracy which I yes. thought was interesting. Like, the mm-hmm. army spread this purple fog that made the town massacre each mm-hmm. other for some reason. Unclear. Never explained. Never explained. And, like, if, I feel like the whole, like, country slash city, like, forgot about it. Yeah. Like, they covered like, it even, up. And Kaysen right. was, like, in charge of that, if you... That's yeah, yeah. true. I, that's that, true. He was the fat man in the gas mask. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. when... Uh, I remember seeing that fat man in the gas mask and then seeing Case a little bit later. It's like, he's the only mm-hmm. fat man in town. But, he's like, that doesn't make any sense. That was, that was 50 America. years ago. This can't yeah. be right. But, yeah, you then see, he's some he, ageless... He's a timeless demonic horror. Timeless <laughs> demonic demon, of course. How could I not have seen that coming? You see, that um, was also, for me, up for debate because at the last 
one of the last scenes, you you like look at a photo of Kason, mm-hmm. and I was getting like some crazy like The Shining vibes, where it's kind of like, was he real or was he just a figment <laughs> of your imagination? Sort of because oh, he was there back at like the founding of the town or something. Right. right yeah. Exactly. Right. And he's like immortal and yeah. like, you know, so that's, that's weird. That, that was confusing to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was building up this like kind of government conspiracy thing that never got explained, but then it's like took this like Lovecraftian like extra dimensional turn and just like it, yeah I it completely lost me I was mm-hmm. disappointed yeah, see <laughs> I was just like I was just so like yeah oh my god <laughs> this game makes no sense and I love it I love no. every minute of it I don't know like it could have made sense in a really compelling way and then it just like mm-hmm. went too far in the opposite direction for me mm-hmm. like I don't know um, it was, so I think the implication is like all the townspeople, all the, all the zombies you're killing are like the ghosts of the townspeople who had trees planted in them, maybe like, and maybe who, like, or maybe who died who, from the raincoat killer. Right, right. Who, oh, that could be it too. I, I thought know. it was like it's, the people who died, but they breathed in the whatever. The purple. Uh, the well, purple. so. I was I was thinking uh, something like when when you're about to kill when Emily is like asking you to kill her she's like kill me kill me and I'm like thinking about like all the no, enemies don't are like want to die well no but they're like yeah. saying please kill me and then they're like uh-huh. but I don't want to die uh-huh. like uh-huh. it was like kind of, there was a kind of this, this dual thing where uh-huh. you know they wanted to die but also they didn't I thought that might have mm-hmm. been the torment of like you know mm. having the tree in them and dying that way and yeah. I don't know it's I thought that that yes. may have been the reason that they were like that but I'm not totally sure. Um, they Wasn't also there holes all, all over uh, them too. I don't know. Hmm. Wasn't there also a thing like the rain activates yeah. the seeds, yes. and so that could be the hallucinations that you see. I, so maybe like they're not there at all. I was like, I worried for a while that I was just yeah. killing normal people or something. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know. I think there's a lot of things that like maybe weren't completely explained, and I think it was got to be like, wow, what a weird game that was. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think a good comparison to it also is Silent Hill. Um, mm. I think that's like one of the main influences. Probably. But the good thing about Silent Hill too is like the symbolism of like the enemies that you kill. Like it all just made sense yeah. at the end. Yeah, sure. it pays yeah, it off. Like, right? Yeah, it was a nice clean package at the end. It's like everything made sense. This one, not so much. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that's the, that doesn't have to be a bad thing for things that not make sense, but it was frustratingly uh, <laughs> constructed where it was just like it seemed so obtuse that to think about it wouldn't uh, get you anywhere. I don't uh, know. Just like like you have to like too many mental leaps, you know, sure. too many mental leaps. Yeah. And I guess exactly. that's why. I'm pretty suspension of disbeliefy, I guess, when it comes to video games because mm-hmm. uh, well, video games are that, dumb. <laughs> no, well, okay, that, uh, I think that does the medium a great disservice. But uh, yeah, have yeah, you played know. a video game? <laughs> Sometimes it's fine. Um, Sometimes. Well, like Sometimes okay, well, I mean, we use Silent Hill as an example. Like yeah. Silent mm-hmm. Hill Two is like came from the same era more or less, and they made mm-hmm. it work, right? Like I think right. I don't know. Yeah, I think no, gotta, certainly got Silent Hill Two had probably a more cohesive vision. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my question to you, Max, is yes. I thought like maybe I was missing aspects of the story by not talking to townspeople. Um, does any more of that get fleshed out? I mean, you talk to that rockabilly guy and he says something about like the there used to be a lumber mill, but then there was like some protests and there was some haunted tunnel. And I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, no, basically the all the all, all the side quests, <laughs> all the side quests are their own little things that I okay. think are mm-hmm. worth experiencing. But th- I'd say by just like, especially like Evan did, just going through the main story, you're still getting all of the main story. 
okay. you're not really missing out on anything that okay. way. It's just kind of ex- extra stuff that's there if you want to do it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we wrap up with our thoughts and predict the reviews and do that section? Cl- closing yeah, thoughts, sure, sure. everybody. So, uh, in an interview with the director, he said that if he had had a bigger budget for the game, he probably mm-hmm. would have just included more, and I quote, lovely, useless elements. And really, that's like that's what does it for me is those lovely useless, useless elements. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, well uh, that that's fair. I'd okay. say that if the game had been what you said they wanted it to be, I would have probably been down with that. But mm-hmm. like the fact that I was like being led on this like, it f- I don't know. Uh, I don't know the, the <laughs> actually. Let me let me start over. Cut that All out. Right. Yes, um, master. I think if the game had been what you said it was going to be, that would have been more of a compelling experience for me. And also, mm-hmm. I did this to myself in that I did just divide it into, like, two five-hour sessions and, like, two three-hour sessions or something mm-hmm. like that, which was pretty hard for this game. Um, I, I will say this, though. Since it's a noir game and it's, like, mystery, it, it compels the player to want to know how it ends. So to throw a open world element at the player is is like a, a, a clash of that ideas. That is true because it's, like, it, it's like oh we got to find this killer. Hold uh-huh. on, let me yeah. drive this crazy lady around. And go do some darts. Here's a bone. Go fishing. And here's another bone. Yeah. And here's a third bone. Um, that's actually one quick thing I wanted to mention is like pacing in the game mm-hmm. was it was I mean it was slow but I think it actually worked for what you were trying to do until. Mm-hmm the last, like, six chapters where Mm -hmm. it puts you on rails, but then the rails took too long. Like, (laughs) each individual setting, you were there for too long, and you were switching between characters, and the loading screens took forever, Mm -hmm. and the monologues took forever explaining what was going on. Like, the the last, like, three or four hours of the game were, like, agonizing as far as, Mm -hmm. like, pacing goes, in my Mm -hmm. my opinion, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway. But, okay, we should yeah. probably just talk about overall opinions, because I could mm-hmm. probably say some good things, <laughs> ultimately. So, uh, um, Do you want to start, Tim? I, I feel like I've been talking a lot. Sure. You guys should go. I mean, I mean, I think I basically said my piece at the beginning, but it's mm-hmm. just, I love this game because I love hanging out in this just weird-ass world that they created. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's okay, definitely fair. that. It's, it's just a fun game to hang world. out in and uh-huh. talk to weird people and... Drive mm-hmm. some really badly handling cars. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll say it's an extremely unique game. Like, I, I don't think I've ever played a game like it. I mean, the controls are sort of like Resident Evil 4, but it's like a mystery, a murder mystery um, with Silent Hill elements in it. It was crazy. Um, I'll never forget the experience, but um, <laughs> I don't know if this is one of my favorite games. Um, <laughs> um, I... Personally, overall, I'm glad I played it. Like Evan said, I think it was a very unique experience. Um, mm-hmm. I think it, I did the game a disservice by cramming it into short or you know sessions. So um, I would, if I could do it again differently, I would. Um, I was lots of stuff about the game that started off being annoyed by. I eventually kind of agreed to enjoy. Like the driving, I hated. Uh, I still think it's really badly controlled, but I like the conversations that happen when you're driving. Um, yeah. And I did get to know the town, and that actually helped a lot. And I kind of felt like, oh, I know where I am. It was like kind of driving through a familiar place at a certain point. Um, and gen- overall, like I was really interested. In the story. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I wanted to know where this was going. I wanted to know if I was right about the murderer towards the end. And mm-hmm. I was sort of right. Yeah. And I wanted to know what the deal was with the supernatural elements. Um, 
again. Like, it kind of went in a different direction than I was expecting, but I guess I can't super fault it for that. It just, like, it was... it. It ended up not being exactly where I wanted it to be, but generally, mm-hmm. it was it was a very interesting game. So yes, yeah. yes. And I, I I have a note here. If this game had the gameplay of Resident Evil Four, like mm. you know, shot for shot, sure, where it, it, would it would be, be my a... favorite game. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah, but I mean, it doesn't. Help, I can but see it doesn't. that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Um, okay, well, Max, what's this next? Uh, oh, we right. guess the Metacritic thing. Oh yeah. yeah. So I mean. What, what, I guess, what would your score be in a, you know, blank out of 10? Um, blank out of 10. You know, okay. review, 10. And, then, and then guess what the actual Metacritic score is. Oh, okay. All right, Evan. Um, I would give it a 7, based purely on how unique, despite it being Twin Peaks, at least they, I don't know, ended in a different location than, than Twin Peaks. Um, so based purely on uniqueness, I would give it a seven. I think overall as a game, it's more of a six, but it surprised me. So that's a seven at least. Okay. And what do you think people gave it? Well, (laughs) well, this is the most like divided game of all time or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. So most divisive survival horror game. I looked it up as the actual, uh, Guinness book of world records, video game edition record huh. i wonder what the most divisive overall game is well anyway uh, we'll get is, to that we'll get to that. um I, I guess i'll just say a six then that's sure. kind of in the middle yeah so like like a 60 then on Metacritic. yeah like okay. a 60 on Metacritic. okay so we're gonna like we're gonna do like one out of a hundred or through a hundred then okay that makes more sense yeah. um well you can give it a blank out of ten because sure. that's a little easy mm-hmm. i huh <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult um, i would probably give it a solid I'm gonna say I'd give it 72 it's wow. um, mm-hmm. precise yeah because it's like not quite a C minus uh, but it's mm-hmm. not quite a, I don't know it's <laughs> I thought like gameplay wise extremely average um, mm-hmm. but I was interested in the environment and it was just weird and it's like I, I was definitely like in an experience when I was playing the game, you know? So, um, I, I would give it like a 72, I guess, but I think people probably would have maybe overall probably hated it. So I'm going to say like Mm -hmm. 65. I also want to commend it for like taking chances. Sure. Like it took a lot of risks. I would have never thought of that direction. I was disappointed with it, but like still it was unpredictable. So that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think that's that's a thing to kind of hit on is that a lot of games kind of like try something they fail at it but in an interesting way and I think this mm-hmm. is like one of the example. pinnacles kind of a <laughs> thing. probably um, yeah that's true and so Max, I mean, do you have an opinion I mean, on this or do you I, mean know? I would give it like a ninety five but right right, right. <laughs> I'm weird uh, so the original the original the original release of it for Xbox three sixty uh, is a sixty eight on Metacritic okay so. uh, sixty five okay. because it was divisive some people gave it like you know IGN gave it a three Destructoid mm-hmm. gave it a ten out of ten uh, so you know <laughs> wow you could, like, wow that's that's insane. I, hmm. I, That's, even if you like the experience, I do not see how you could give it a perfect score. But mm-hmm, yeah, whatever. Because mm-hmm. people gotta play it, man. <laughs> what, did the did the director's cut have more positives? I mean, uh, the director's that, cut was point, a seventy, so two points. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, a little bit. I guess Nailed it's it. still yeah, still what it is. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Deadly so premonition. That's deadly premonition. premonition. That's, that's it. That was our first real, you know, best friends game. Best friends game. And Thank it doesn't you. sound oh. like it was. My best friend's best friend's game. <laughs> hey, again, I'm glad I We can move it. on. Yeah. We'll find another one. Yeah, we'll find another one. I do have other things I want to talk to you guys about, like, off 
off, <laughs> off camera. Yeah. See, at least <laughs> it provided a rich discussion. You can't. Yes, I think mm-hmm. God. If nothing, I else. feel like we could have talked for another two hours because there's a lot to <laughs> unpack lot in this to game. There's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Anyway. Moving on to our second game discussion, which was the game randomly chosen that came out in the month before the recording of the last podcast, which <laughs> yes. is Time Recoil. Time, Time Recoil. Time Recoil. Um, which, I have a question to lead off with. How oh, long did everybody play this game for? <laughs> let me let me describe the game first. Let me do my description. Oh, sure. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, it's okay. I got ahead of myself. Uh, you're the host so, this week. So, uh, Time Recoil is a top-down shooter with time manipulation mechanics released developed and released, uh, published, I guess, by Finnish company 10 Tons LTD on September 12th, 2017. Uh, hmm. You play as, and I'm taking this phrase directly from a like journal oh in the game, oh Supergirl, <laughs> uh, Super Alexa, and basically the world has been ruled by a guy literally named again, Mr. Time. Mr. Time. Uh, <laughs> since he discovered or developed some kind of time travel device years ago, uh, it is currently the 80s for some reason, so you have to keep going back <laughs> into time increasingly far to stop him. Uh, mechanically, it is a speed-focused combo-based affair where shooting an enemy slows down time for you, uh, but not enemies, and chaining kills together gives you increasingly powerful you know, either attacks or time manipulation powers. Right. So you can say what you <laughs> wanted to say now, Tim. Oh, how long did each of us play it for? Um, right. I don't know time-wise, but I think there were about 50 missions. I played about half of them, but yeah, felt okay. that, you know, they were getting fairly samey, so I felt like I was mm-hmm. getting the gist of the game. Right. Same with Evan. me. It was about halfway. Uh, I played for about an hour, and I was like, that. I, don't, I, I got a little way through Chapter 2 out of 5, sure, sure. I think. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think we mentioned this before. Like, once you play it for a little bit, you kind of get it. You kind of get it. Yeah. Um, have Have any of us played a Hotline Miami? Uh, I have not, unfortunately. Okay. But I wanted so, to. Uh, it, yeah, in it, in that it is a top-down shooter about mm-hmm. opening doors, going through buildings, and shooting guys. It is in somewhat similar in the eighties, though it in certainly doesn't feel like the eighties here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, this versus Hotline Miami. Hotline Miami had like a visual style to it time oh, recoil God, yes. time recoil is just about the blandest game uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can play visually speaking definitely visually speaking yeah visually um, speaking um, online miami felt like you were playing a haunted game that you found in your attic and it was from the 80s like it just had that <laughs> awesome vibe about it and also what i loved about hotline miami was there's like no story but, like, you could kind of put things together if you wanted to, and there was, like, a r- really weird fourth wall break at the end. Right. Um, but for Time Recoil, it was just, like, this story game when it didn't need it, it didn't need that it <laughs> like was, at all. In my opinion, it was directly hurt by the fact that it tried to have a story. If exactly. you had made it, like, a series of objectives and levels, I would have been mm-hmm. way more into it. Right. Yeah, it's and, just like, and okay. And I, I kind of felt that, I don't know, could you tell, because I felt like I could tell that it wasn't written by like mm-hmm. native English speakers. Native English, no. There yeah. was some yeah. definite inconsistencies right. in grammar yeah. and syntax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I mean, I think, I think a couple sentences. times, a couple times, it tried like kind of doing a little little story things. Whereas like, mm-hmm. oh, you accidentally killed this guy in the past. Like he's not. Who is he? Like what? I don't yeah, know that what? guy. What are you <laughs> like I don't know. About? You know. Yeah. yeah. I, it I need, personally didn't need to be there. comparatively, if we're you know going back to the comparison between Hotline Miami and this, mm-hmm. Hotline Miami, I didn't really like the like mm-hmm. artistic vision of it mm-hmm. like personally mm-hmm. i liked the games about as much as each other i even i went back and replayed a little bit of hotline miami just mm-hmm. a few days ago to 
have them more fresh in my mind. Uh, Hotline mm-hmm. Miami felt, I thought, about as good, though in different ways, you know, gameplay-wise. Like I said, I need that hot action. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, I think though, the game time recoil had its fair share of difficulty. I played it on the, like, step up from normal difficulty. Right. Uh, oh, I, I thought it on normal. <laughs> I thought the, the, the actual time manipulation, Abilities. like, attacks that you get... Mm-hmm. Uh, made it so that I was never really, like, too frustrated. The levels were pretty short, again, like Hotline mm-hmm. Miami. They knew not to keep the levels super long. But, like, mm-hmm. I like that, you know, basically, the meat of the game is if you shoot two guys without getting shot within a relatively short period of time, you get this dash where you can either dash through and kill enemies or dash through walls. And mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. It was... Yeah, the, the abilities are pretty cool and creative. Yeah. Um, I'd say mechanically, the game played pretty well overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the powers were definitely the coolest part of it. I don't yeah. know, Evan? My, my favorite part was just, like, I think when you get to, like, six or seven kills, you can, like, shoot a gun, but the bullet will be will be uh, moving slowly, so you can just, like, keep going, and, like, I'm going to kill this guy in, like, two seconds. I'm going to kill this guy in two seconds. Like, you're tagging people. Uh, I see, yeah. I see. And you're just, like, blowing through walls like the Kool-Aid man. Like, that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, whenever I got in a, in a groove and had, like, a chain where I was, like, two guys, dash attack, kill two more guys, mm-hmm. dash, like, yes. kill, you know, it was, that yeah, was yeah. fun. Um, okay. I did kind of feel like... Um, the higher cost powers were more inconsequential because it felt better to me to just shoot two guys and do the dash exactly. and keep doing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. You know. These are like my exact notes here that we're going over. So I'm <laughs> cool. Like, ah, All right. Like <laughs> we're the same mind uh, length, wavelength there. Good. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, presentation was pretty bland and the story was non-existent. And I mean, it starts with just that main menu. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. The the main menu art is like, oh, it's so bad. It's not great. <laughs> it's so bad. Like. Yeah, like really some bad. of the little like in-game character portraits are like not mm-hmm. terrible, but that like mm-hmm. the like title screen, it, the art is so bad. Yeah, it looks like some like it lo- does look like an '80s comic book cover, but oh, like yeah. done by like an amateur but, or even like like a awesome way. bad NES game cover. Like, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. 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 Really, yeah. they just need to hire a new art direction team. Yeah. And um, I think they'll do a little. I mean, like next I wouldn't time. I wouldn't be surprised if the same guy who drew the like American Mega Man Two or Mega Man One <laughs> covers. <laughs> He just moved to Burn. Sweden, was it? Just, uh, yeah. Finland. 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 Yeah. yeah. That'll do it's, it. che- it's cheaper in Finland than Sweden. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Is that it? I think that there's not a lot. I, I had a, oh, one thing that I, that I, that I found my own fun in, in the game is like, if you were ever in like one of the like story, not cutscenes, but you could walk around and talk to people. Um, mm-hmm. Like, there was one where you went back in time when you worked for Mr. Time and you were, like, talking to him. But he had, like, these eight guards just standing there, like, in his room mm-hmm. and outside his room. And mm-hmm. if you walk into a person, they'll, like, be pushed out of the way. So you can kind of sweep the guards around. So I swept Whoa. I swept all eight of them into a tiny closet. But, like, <laughs> but that, and then, like, would make chain reactions where, like, I'd line them all up. But then I'd, like, walk to the guy lowest in the tower, kind of. And then he'd mm-hmm. get pushed forward into the next guy. He'd get pushed forward into the next guy. So you played dominoes with the guards. So I was just well, and they. It, it was more that they were just kind of like vibrating against each other, like <laughs> molecules. So molecules that, in time. That was the recoiling af, after the two kill dash. That was the second part of the game. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, mercifully, uh, time recoil. We don't have a lot to talk about since we had mm-hmm. plenty to talk about for deadly premonition. This is already longer than. 
Uh, well, well, we'll see how we'll, the editing goes. We'll see goes, what right? happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we do the Metacritic thing? Yes, we should have the Metacritic. It, oh, it dude, has okay. five reviews, so that's one more than enough. <laughs> okay, we dude. When I downloaded it, I was like, "What are the reviews on PSN?" And it's got two reviews, four and a half stars on the hey. PlayStation Network. All so, right, all right. Which is so how the developers next? friends. Is that what it is that we're looking at? That's what we're looking at. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, um, I I don't want to like get too. I would give it a six. So sixty. 60, sorry, yeah. Six, yeah. 62. <laughs> yeah, I'll also stick to my deadly premonition and just say 60. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I think I like the game. I mean, because I, you know, games are stupid. I can dismiss a bad story, but it had uh-huh. nice action. I would say, like, right. high 70s uh, okay. would be my personal okay. one. Because, like, it was fun to play. Like, uh-huh. I didn't want to play it for hours at a time, but for kind of, like, little pick up and play, uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was not too bad. Uh, I'm not very good at top-down shooters, apparently, because I was on normal and I was getting frustrated. Right. I kept dying, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this. I can see it. <laughs> I'm out. Sometimes your right thumb just doesn't exactly doesn't, go doesn't where it wants to go. Doesn't do exactly what it should go. Yeah, yeah anyway. exactly. So what does it say on Metacritic? Uh, oh, did you want to guess what the Metacritic oh, was? Oh, I would guess the oh, same oh. thing I said. <laughs> so like, oh, I, Okay, that's different. Um, I'm going to agree with Max. I think it's it's going to be a seven, around a 70. All right. Okay. Well, uh, Evan, you're pretty close. It's 71. So okay. Okay. Well, it's actually five points higher on the switch, but I think that's just a symptom of people being like, Oh, it's a game on the switch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the switch. Yeah. Well, so Metacritic has spoken and uh, time recoil is a better game than deadly premonition. So and Metacritic has spoken. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's how reviews work. Ouch. Um, Which one are okay. you more glad you played? <laughs> oh gosh. I mean, on t- deadly premonition D- easily. DP. Yeah. yeah for sure. Definitely. DP for sure. There was stuff going on in it. <laughs> yeah. No, again, despite all my complaints, like I yeah, still, yeah. I, I cared enough about it that this, I felt the need to complain <laughs> at the end of it. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure, like, sure, sure. No, that's yeah. good. I, I, I like partaking in like cult classics or whatever. Yeah, just exactly. to see what everyone's into. And it's yeah. like, okay. Yeah, little, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Of all the, I feel like of all the, you know, cult classic type video games, you know, mm-hmm. it's definitely up there. <laughs> right. Cultiest. I mean, I, <laughs> I've definitely... heard of it before. It's kind of like uh, this mysterious, like, oh. deadly premonition. like, oh, I, I've heard of that game. You yeah. guys just wait until my next pick. <laughs> I, uh, I think I might, I don't know. I don't think I know what it is, but I, I know what I want you to pick for us. So I have an excuse uh-huh. to play okay. it, but I don't want to say it because then you won't pick it. Uh, True. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Sh- so, so that wraps up time recoil. Uh, mm-hmm. So now Let's we go it. to next month's game. First Ooh. of all, Tim is going to it. announce Let's his pick for next month's Ooh. game. Ooh. <laughs> I'm so excited. Drum roll. Okay. What is it? Um, oh my god. I <laughs> use some theatrics. Okay. Okay. Um, this is a game that okay. I... It's a more recent game, but I... Thank did, God it's not Kingdom Hearts, sorry. <laughs> yes! See, I knew the, the no moment... No dream drop distance. <laughs> I knew from the moment we started this podcast and we decided the format where, like, we all pick games that, like, both of you would be like, don't pick Kingdom Hearts. Tim cannot pick Kingdom Hearts. No, I looked it up no, and I was like... Adventure I looked two. up how long it takes and I was like, no, it's too long. He can't pick it. <laughs> well, maybe we'll come up with a way to get around that someday, but... So, okay, this is a newer game that really kind of occupies a really nice space in my heart. I really enjoy the characters and everything about it. Um, I would like you guys to play, and uh, I think one of you has already played it, but uh, play again. Oh, uh, I know Undertale. what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yes. okay. okay. I've been trying to get Evan to play Undertale for a long time, and I know he kind of started it. Uh, mm-hmm. I Stop played and go it. for me. 
I played it through once, but I'm going to play through it again oh, just because yeah. I am in love with that world. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I don't yeah. know how, how you played it through, but it could be different, you know? So. Right. So right. I would like to encourage um, Evan, I'm, I don't want to say anything about how to play the game or like what you mm-hmm. should or shouldn't do. Play through it, uh, get whatever uh, conclusions you reach at the end of it, and, okay. I, and I would encourage you to, um, if you feel like there's more to do, do it again. Uh, mm-hmm. Because there probably is more to do, and it's not that long of a game. It's not mm-hmm. the long game. I think you can beat it in sub ten hours, pretty easy. Mm-hmm. So I will say I, I am talking to everybody, and that includes combat. So okay, cool. If that, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think any indication. I think well, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. We'll save I mean, it for the no, next yeah. month. We'll, we'll say it. I've we'll already got it. some things of how things are going to go. But. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So now we get to spin our wheel of ninety-two games that came oh out. Oh my so god! Oh, there's some good <laughs> on here. There's some good <laughs> on here. Okay. I haven't Let's looked at it yet. I, ha- I totally have surprised. my like my dream mm-hmm. picks, but they're you know one in ninety-two Great. chance is not very high. Oh, okay. So Let's go, buddy. I, I guess again, you guys can't see the wheel, so I'm just gonna tell mm-hmm. you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> not quite oh, yeah, as yeah. exciting. But, no, it's uh, fine. But Max, right. um, yes. Explain one more time what this segment sure. is, because I mean it still is the beginning of the podcast. All right. So I take. Uh, this time I used several different resources. Last time I just took Wikipedia's list of 2017 in gaming article games that came out between the podcasts, basically. Um, so mm. this time I've used several sources. So we actually get a fair larger, fairly larger number of games. Um, we just list every game gets, you know, one entry on the wheel of randomization. We spin mm-hmm. the wheel and then we have to play that game. That was how we got time recoil that famous game last month. Uh, so yeah so here, here we go with the wheel I'm gonna click it spin it, it. it's spinning oh my god oh my god I'm scared big money big money big money it is oh my god uh, what, what, what is, is it, it? What it is happened it? you guys what happened what happened this is a moment this it's is a Bubsy. moment <laughs> <laughs> it's the podcast are is over kidding? the podcast is over are you kidding me? Canceled. I'm not Canceled. kidding you. I can send you a screen cap. Oh my god. Send it to me. Send it to send all it, of us. Put it in the chat. I need to know for sure. For those who don't know, Bubsy. For those who don't know, just know. know. We're not going to explain it. Now you know. Oh. All right. We have to buy the collector's edition, by the way. No. No, we're not buying the collector's edition. Okay. You know let me figure you, out how to put a... You know that one gif of Michael Scott where he's like, no, God, no, why, yeah. no? Yes. Like, that's exactly... That's that. That's, that's, that. that's exactly... Yeah. Uh, oh, give me one okay. second here. Wow. Wait, dark... can we do the quick calculation? What is the percentage of that happening? <laughs> yeah, uh, one, one in 92. I mean, roughly in... a little <laughs> bit more than 1%. <laughs> <laughs> the woolly strike back. <laughs> okay. Truly and you realize this means that I'm going to now go out and buy the other three Bubsy games as well to compare it to. No, God. <laughs> Oh my oh god. Lord. It's so ominous we, on the screen too. What have we done? What have, we, what done? have okay. we done? You know, honestly, that is the worst and best thing that could have happened no, to us. No, literally. Oh yeah. um, We're going to have a good I time. I went through this. a couple revisions of the of the wheel like finding new games to put on and one time I had to just delete everything, but I originally had Oh god, the new Bubsy game as the title <laughs> of this game. <laughs> Lord. Okay. Well, Wow, um, so Bubsy. Oh, All right. Yes. Max, take us out. All right. Let us know what's happening next time, and then we'll do our posts. Next time, whatever. it's Undertale and Bubsy. <laughs> what a combination. Really just... Lord. What a combination. So, uh, I don't know. Do we have any closing statements? That's what the... 
no, outlines. I mean, like, I, I think closing statements just be like, look forward next time for these games we're yeah, playing, God. and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see you next and time. And look forward to us getting we'll tortured by a the... bobcat from the nineties. Oh, yes. Boy. What could possibly say, go we got, wrong? What we got, could we possibly go right? <laughs> we got to say our Twitter handles, too. Yes, I know. On our way uh, so anyway, this has been episode two of My Best Friend's Game. I'm Max Sims. You can find me at Max Sims on Twitter. And I'm Evan Ledesma. You can find me at, at Evsters on Twitter. And I'm Tim Zemanigan. You can find me at Tim Z-E-E. That's Tim Z on Twitter. And yeah. All right. Thank you. Uh, Do we have any punchy, deadly premonition quote to go out on or no? Uh, I had something. Hold on. It was. See uh, you next time, Zach. We'll we'll edit it to make it sound like it was well flowed. There's definitely something going on in this podcast. My coffee warned me about it. No, I thought that was going to be your intro. Oh yeah, damn it. Whatever. We'll do Evans. (laughs) That's a good. That's a good. All right, whatever. Bye. What could possibly go wrong, Zach? What could possibly go? What could possibly go wrong? Okay. Uh, And then stop recording.